Point of View, the first and only interactive TV show here in the entire area. Always great to hear your points of view and a lot of incredible stuff coming in from last night's show. We touched upon the fact about that North Dakota could be spending $1.8 million, yes, $1.8 million from the CARES Act to put together public service announcements to try to influence you and I to be better about wearing masks more often across the state. So a lot of points of view coming in. Some say, hey, you know what, Governor Burgum should just initiate a mask mandate right now. Others, let's just say, not so much. Here's a voicemail with one particular point of view. Why is this governor not ordering um, a mandated mask here in North Dakota? Don't you know there's going to be more people that are going to be dying? We are looking to you to protect these younger kids. So get that mask mandated. Thank you. So thank you very much for that point of view. She talks about protecting the younger kids. I, I think the question is many people here in our area across the prairie we're kind of free-spirited, you know, so is a mask mandate going to solve that problem or not? I think some would say you can look at mask mandates. They've made an impact maybe in some states, some areas. For example, Deborah Burks would cite what took place in like the Phoenix area or the state of Arizona. But then you look at maybe Minnesota or even Los Angeles. Has it been as effective as uh, we're being told? We don't really know because they've had mask ma mandates now for quite some time, but still the numbers um, are somewhat troublesome in those particular areas. So some other points of view that came in on our Facebook page is always go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash POV now, but 24 seven, really, really great conversations there. And Nate says constitutionally, he meaning Governor Doug Burgum doesn't have the authority to make a mask mandate. However, he does have the authority to limit certain activities. We, we also can't trust the numbers since the test has close to 50% rate of false positives. So I'm not sure about the false positives rate. Um, I'm curious if under emergency powers, just like in Minnesota, would Governor Burgum then have the constitutional right to initiate a mask mandate or not? I don't know for sure. I'm not an attorney, but I know that the emergency powers in many states have allowed governors to usurp a lot of power. Another point of view, Diane says ad campaigning for masks starting out and then the vaccine wanting 70% of North Dakotans vaccinated. People need to get their heads out of the sand. Burgum's all about numbers and his mission, nothing more. So please share your point of view with us on that. We also touched on last night the fact that Minnesota Governor Tim Walls is trying to limit the number of people that can peacefully assemble at the presidential candidates that are coming into the great state of Minnesota on Friday. Tammy says, how about Walls worry about the people rioting and looting? He does absolutely nothing about that. So we are peaceful protesting against the Democrats. Tammy, thank you so much for that. And there you go. Just, just call it a peaceful protest. We're good. Another person, Diane, says, limit the number of Appamidji's Trump rioters. Like you, Walls, limited the number of people at Floyd's funeral and the number of rioters. <laughs> okay. Diane has a few words there for Governor Walls. Another comment that came in, Dorothy says, I'm so sick of and fear mongers acting like COVID is the only reason people pass away anymore. Stop with throwing numbers in our faces every day. Stop making feel bad for wanting to live and start trusting us to make informed decisions. Well, I, you know, I think it's important for government because they, they see their first role, their number one priority is to protect the lives of their constituents, their citizens. And I think it's a, you know, it's a tough balance in something like this especially when you start to take in the fact that there's all these ancillary issues that come about when you put people in lockdown, they aren't allowed to work, they aren't allowed to go to, to faith services. And, and we see this where you have the CDC director 
even coming out and saying recently that you see a, a tremendous increase right now, even in young people and suicide attempts, uh, drug use. I mean, there's all these other things that take place when you try to limit people's freedom. So I think the big question is, is, is where's the balance? How do we allow people to continue to live and yet continue to protect people's lives? And I think one of the first things you want to do is just protect the most vulnerable. And if you're someone that's above 65 or 70, especially if you've got secondary health issues, hey, it's probably a good idea for you to you know, not be in contact with a lot of people right now. But if you're someone that's younger and healthy and um, feel pretty good about that, then maybe there's a little bit more opportunity for freedom for yourself uh, and your family. And again, as she said, take personal responsibility. So love to know your point of view. Always a lot of great people sharing their thoughts with us. And it's very easy to share your point of view with us. Just email us. You can text us. You can leave us voicemails, whatever is easiest for you. And we come back very, very special day tomorrow and something unique happening in Jamestown. We're going to tell you about that and much, much more coming up right after this.